Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. Hi, this is Katherine Spitznagel with Rockstar Millennial Podcast, and today we're excited to have with us a special guest, Elizabeth Hennon. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And you have such an interesting uh, story, your, your journey, where you've been and where you're going. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Yeah, so like you said, my name is Elizabeth Pennant, and I'm the founder of Construction Beauty Magazine, which is a local women's lifestyle magazine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a cosmetologist by trade, a mom of one amazing daughter, a wife, and I'm youngest of nine children. So a lot of things going. A lot of things going, yes. Yeah. So you can tackle just about anything, the youngest of nine children. There's not oh. much that <laughs> stops you. You're just like, yeah, roll with it, yeah. Uh, but the uh, the Construction Beauty magazine is just beautiful. It's beautifully done, amazing photography, uh, well written stories, and um, yeah, you've just done an incredible job with it. So tell us about that journey from cosmetology. That was your career, and you you did that for ten years, and 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 you're still doing it. Uh, some as well as the magazine and so how did you uh, migrate then from cosmetology and that business uh, to publishing tell us about that journey yeah so it's been been an interesting one when I started with um, construction beauty it wasn't a magazine I really wanted to focus on doing photo shoots and making the woman feel absolutely beautiful in any season of her life Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was a result of just standing behind the chair for so many years and just hearing people's stories and their struggles and they were just so beautiful and it was hard to see them struggle with not feeling that way. Yeah. Um, so that was the vision and then COVID happened and everything shut down and had a couple of months to, to really think and dive a little bit deeper. And I had realized that with every photo shoot, I was really wanting to make it look like a magazine cover. Mm-hmm. And dare to dream a little bit bigger. <laughs> I took the idea to my to my sister, and I was like, "Hey, you know, what if this was? What if this was a magazine?" She's like, "Well, what would be in it? What would you like to right. see? What do you think?" And and that's how it started. So kind of went from there. Just kind of follows those breadcrumbs into where it's at today, um, with the help of an amazing, amazing team. So yeah, and it's beautiful, and I love the genesis of it. Your whole concept of making. F- women feel beautiful um, for whatever season they're in. And that has that purpose for you um, has continued. That's been the thread as a cosmet- cosmetologist and then also as a photographer and then now as a publisher. It's all about making women uh, feel good about who they are and what they do and uh, and feel beautiful. And you have a you have a knack for that. And you see that in women. You see the best in them and, and help them to, to bring it out. Um, so I, I love that. Um, 
So when you talk about you're still doing some cosmetology work and you have the magazine and you have this um, beautiful daughter and you're a wife and how do you, how do you blend all of that, Elizabeth? Yeah, that's been a quite a journey for me as well, but I haven't done well. <laughs> and I took off a couple of months actually at the beginning of the year to really get organized and focused and, um, the advice that I have been given from mentors and, you know, just seeing other just amazing women be able to do it all has really been scheduling. Mm-hmm. So I took that very seriously. And I scheduled out my whole year to the best of the ability that I can. I know what days I'm at the salon. I know what days, you know, I'm working on the magazine, what all that has to be turned in. And that was something that I hadn't done before. And even just in this like couple short months, I've seen a huge difference. So yes. I think that's going to be key. Yes, I think so too. And, um, and that's a tough lesson to learn. And that's a big part of publishing, planning, um, planning all the different pieces of it. And there are a lot of pieces when you have multiple writers and you have, um, you know, photography and you have illustration to do and, and just the whole publishing, the sequencing of all of that. Um, it's a lot bigger than people think, you know, you've seen that already. Yeah. And so tell us, I think we've touched on a little bit, uh, tell us about your purpose and and how you're living that purpose. We've touched on a little bit, you know, um, making women feel beautiful uh, about themselves. Um, And and how are you, how do you feel like you're doing that now? Yes, sorry. So my purpose with this whole thing has been about the individual, just to really help teach through beauty and knowledge. Um, to help them realize what's local and accessible and all the great opportunities that we have here. Mm-hmm. And I think that was something that um, I myself was also looking for before this project had even begun. And I didn't realize how how fulfilling and how much opportunity and how many things were around here um, until I was intentional about finding it. Mm-hmm. And I realized that everyone's so busy in their, day, their daily life. You know, it's like who has time to go seek right. out more. Um, and so that was another thing we really, really wanted to do was to be able to go out and get that information and bring it back to those individuals in a way that's done hopefully beautifully and without distraction. Um, that's done positively in a joyful way. So. In a joyful way, yeah. Another thing that you and I have talked about, um, I mean, we both have a this um, penchant for uh, publishing um, and also fashion, um, and one of the things that, that you've talked about that I thought was interesting is this generation seems to be coming back to uh, paper and being able to hold a magazine and taking that time to be intentional and how a, a paper magazine can make you stop in a way that your phone or your iPad does not. And so tell us about that. Tell us about that thinking, how in this digital world um, you've kind of taken that step toward paper and, and why. Uh, so a couple of different things play into that. You know, I was part of that generation where when you had sleepovers, you had Seventeen Magazine and you flipped it through and there mm-hmm. were posters on your walls. And, and I'm not that old, I don't think. Um, and I, I just really valued that. You know, there was mm-hmm. more... There, it was more of an experience with somebody. And then yes. to even take it a little bit farther, you know, with, with these cell phones now and 
it's just everything so bombarded. You know, you get an email, you get a text, you get a phone call, and it's just everything to be able to take a step back and still get the beauty and the knowledge in a way that you can get away from the hustle and bustle of everything, which is very important to me. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that's one thing that I'm realizing is another thing that people crave as I've been on this path and talking to, you know, a lot of different people. It's been fun to hear that they crave that as well. Yes. And that, that you're feeling that need, you're making a difference, not only for them, you know, visually, um, but there's a tactile piece to that, that picking up a magazine and sitting down with it. Um, and, and people tend to be a little bit more intentional. If they sit down with a magazine and they're going to just take a few minutes with their cup of coffee or a glass of wine and read and take that time. And, and you're part of that. You're part of making that happen. So thank you. Thank you for that. <laughs> oh my gosh, my pleasure. Yes. And so tell us um, what's next for you. Yeah, so I had spent so much time focusing on the future, where I wanted to go and how I was going to get there, how quickly. And I realized that um, in taking on this whole project without having any background in it, I learned a lot of things the hard way and I learned a lot of things quickly. Um, And it was just kind of this go, go, go. And I really, um, in, in doing that scheduling, that preparation for this year, I really did some reflecting and I looked back and I saw all the things that we did well mm-hmm. and that I'm very excited about. And I saw all these holes of things that we didn't do well, um, that I would really like to go back and, and fix. So my focus now is just to really build that solid foundation in a way that we can grow and build it from there. Mm-hmm. Um, so to really just kind of look back and do it very well and then go from there. So. Great. And again, being very intentional. And and I love your concepting there, too, that you're not beating yourself up. You're saying these are things we learned. And um, and I applaud you. That's a huge endeavor uh, to not have a publishing background and to step into it and to do it so beautifully the way you did. Uh, you have a lot of talent there. Um, and yet you're still going to step back and say, we could do some things better. So what would that look like? And that's what you're doing now. So again, I applaud you. Well done. <laughs> Tell us what, uh, what encouragement do you have for other millennials and other entrepreneurs? Yeah, so I would say um, a couple different things. And I think we always take moments to highlight our victories and our highlight reels. You know, social media is filled with all these great things and all these success stories. And I think it's important, you know, just as we talk to reflect and think back and to really just welcome the failure and the learning lessons and to realize that, yes, the victories are amazing and enjoy them, but it's going to be a bumpy road and mm-hmm. to enjoy the journey of that bumpy road as well um, to get to where you're going. Yes. Enjoy the journey. And that's just, that's great counsel. And, and you're living that, uh, you know, all along the way. Yes. So thank you. And thanks for joining us today. You are, you're a gift to us and to our community. So thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. And thanks to our listeners. Don't miss a podcast. You can find us on rockstarmillennials.com, Apple Podcast, or iTunes. And until next time, talk soon. 
share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts, submit a discussion topic, or shine a light on a rock star millennial in your world, contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us. Oh,